0: Hey everyone, so um, I was thinking about this whole process of kind of eliminate, you know, dissolution, demolition of oneself, of everything that built the trauma. And um, it really, I I was thinking, my cousin, I saw this wonderful um, video of these monarch butterflies, you know, and that kind of larvae shaking all of its stuff off in order for it to fly, to become a butterfly, and it's really what this is like, I I really, it just sort of dawned on me, like, that's exactly what this is about, and, you know, it's been a tremendously long Uh, transformation Um, but in the end it it really is about shaking off and coming out of this um, vault uh, being unearthed from the specter of this Sort of early spin dry cycle that you've been in, and caked with everybody's energy, sort of threaded with all the shit that's been going on around you, and you're just, you're just, it's all in you. This is what is so crazy. So, everything has been having an energetic impact on you since you were born, it's all impacting on you over and over and over, and you're whole energy field has been shaped by all the energies that you've been impacted by that have sculpted you. And in trauma, it's, I think in, I mean, I don't know what a healthy childhood is, but I assume that in a healthy childhood, you don't get, you know, you actually bloom into what you are. That's why I can imagine, uh, perhaps I'm romanticizing it, perhaps I'm projecting, but I'm assuming that the environment allows for the expansion and growth of your script, and like a flower, you blossom into what you are in this kind of fluid way. When there's trauma, it's just like someone is smashing you the whole time, you know, it's like you try to grow over here and they smash it into another one shape and you try to grow something over here and they smash it. It's all, the growth is completely stunted. And being stunted, you then build this whole pretzeled un you know, this ungrown kind of shape. And there's no growth, you haven't arrived anywhere, it's just trying to, it's carrying the immense weight and all the uh, dysfunctions of other people and it's just, it's heavy, to me it feels like it's heavy, it's a huge lie because it's not who you are and it's the container, of everybody's energetic shit show that you have kind of, like, inhaled. And it's like you're tangled up in it. I suppose that's really, when I think of an IT class, all these tangled wires, like, you are just tangled up in everybody's shit. You're suffocated. You never got a chance to bloom. You're, it's in a swamp of everybody's unexpressed unfinished shit and you're the container for it and you're deep in this well and you've cut off all of you and for me I was kind of smothered in kind of bugs and maggots and shit I was literally buried alive and this powerful medicine and meditation, etc., has been slowly cleansing as I get to see what my beliefs were about the attachment, and then the feeling of the grief and the sadness of the child, all the unexpressed emotions uh, that I had to refuse. And they're big concepts, you know, and I say big, they're the prison keepers of holding me in place. Right, and one of them, which was, I never understood how monumental it was. Was, you know, I have to fix you, and and I talked about this yesterday. In this, there's this kind of enlarged toddler in a room full of broken toys, and all the broken people around me, and there were no parents, and and the way I was entangled was I had to fix them, and. So if there's no, it's so amazing, if there's no love and you're a child and you're figuring out survival and you don't have a clue and all you've got is these two people. So you're going to have to, you're going to, you throw it up with them, you connect, you find a way to, I mean, you came out of them, right, so you're finding a way to connect with them. And, and if they're saying, in no uncertain terms, you know, um, um, If they're saying in no uncertain terms, well, they're not saying anything. There's no love. There's no light. There's nothing. There's just like the only way. You're strategizing to survive. That's all you're doing. And somehow you, you realize that the only way they can, they're like it's, like, it's like two people looking away. And the only way they're going to turn around and look at you is if you fulfill and alleviate their shit. So one guy's angry all the time and I've got to alleviate his anger. And then one woman is depressed all the time and I have to alleviate her depression. I've got to make them happy. I've got to be the court jester. I've got to be the one that makes their life okay because they're both miserable. (laughs) They're both miserable. And it's all conditional and he has his agenda and she, it's all been, it's such a shit show. And so In that darkness, well, if there's no love, I've got to find, you you know, and I'm saying me, but I'm saying as a child, you're looking for for somewhere to live. You're looking for some way to survive. You're looking for a rope. And mine was, I'm going to fix them because if I fix them, they're going to like me. And if they like me, I'm going to survive here. And, you know, I suppose... as a child, you must try out different maneuvers, but I recognize that I, even as a child, if you're not conscious the feeling that okay, this feels okay if he's not screaming at me or sending me out to be abused, I can make this impossible situation he I can be made to feel good i can this is a place i can because love is about feeling good, right so and this isn't love, by the way, this is just I just want to survive in the feel good place. So I have to make this effort to make this guy work so that he won't get angry and I won't die. And in this other case, this is, this is a woman that is depressed and crying and okay, she can't, you know, she's under his sway. So I have to then make her happy to survive. So this is this is very limited, in that early state of consciousness, you know, you're really in the twilight and you're making up, it's like an airbag, you're making up stories very quickly for survival. You're making up, narr- well you're not making anything up, it's truth, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Wrong, no narrative. It actually is what's in front of you. You're not inventing it. Bottom line, These are miserable people, and I'm not going to get any attention here. I'm going to die, and I'm two, and I'm three, or whatever you, and so, oh God, okay, I'm going to, it it feels good if I fix her, if I do what she says, if I'm obedient, if I don't go out of line, if I just make them not scream and yell and cry, etc. And we build our narratives from these very early, very early understandings. Foundations. And I had, and they're buried. These codes are very buried. I had no idea, honestly, I didn't know. And that's one of many different codes, right? But that was a huge one. As if I'm gonna get a parent if I do this. (laughs) There are no parents. You're a fucking orphan. I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, a child should not be doing the work for a parent. But I'm, I'm not the only one. Zillions of children have been put in this position. So there you are at the threshold of consciousness. And in the normal state of affairs, you know, you get nurtured, but no, it's the other way around. You've got to fix them. Don't show up. Don't make them uncomfortable. Don't do anything they don't want. Because you get nothing. You just wither and die if you don't do that. So emotionally and energetically, you're figuring out what the energetic sequence is if you're in trauma. And it's all wrong. The relationship was wrong first and foremost. You know, that he had his agenda, she was a child, whatever. It was just all fucked up. And now, because there's no contraception, you you know, you show up, they fuck once, and then there you are. He's having a a horny night and she's like, whatever. And you magically appear because it's magic that children are born, right? It's just magic that this body does this thing. I mean, I don't understand. It's a mystery. It's a huge mystery. I mean, everything's a mystery, everything. So here you are. And, you know, your survival is based on whatever you figure out energetically is going on that makes it okay. Well, you know, if there's a war zone, you're going to find a tiny oasis of like connection. And somewhere in my system, it's like, you know, I had to fix people. (laughs) It's insane. I don't fix anyone. I'm not a fixer, but that's what my identity was built as because I had to relate to these two people. It's like one muscle in your whole muscle kingdom gets developed. In a normal situation, everything is is allowed. So emotions, you you know, you're, there's a space around for you to grow. You're you're in as magnificent jungle where everything is growing and it's you know abundant and it's just you know just thick and rich with life and in these little silos of nothing you just got one muscle growing and my muscle was i got to fix and that image is perfect the toddler surrounded by all these broken toys Like she's not leaving that room until all those broken toys are fixed, all those broken people. Like there's no world outside all these broken people. Oh my god. I'm not a fixer. I just want to make that. I don't fix anything. I don't want to actually. I have just no desire. But my identity, my my survival, and that was the obstacle. Right? The toddler cannot grow up. The toddler can't leave that room until she's fixed every broken person. And that's in her mind. You know, you're gonna attract what you have been brought up to believe in your little kingdom of trauma. And mine is the universe is full of broken people, I've got to fix them and I will always be this infantilized child. and, And, you know, I think the child is waiting for a parent to show up because the child, the toddler, can't grow or believes it can't grow, believes it can't leave the room, believes it has to be surrounded by broken people. And these are not just ideas they're energetic magnetic things they attract this this belief now has energy has vibration it's attracting it's like it's putting out its energetic you know feelers you are a vibrating energetic thing and you know That's it. That's your world. That's your kingdom. Whatever your code, your story, your survival mechanism and trauma is, is that is the world. And it's not the world. It's your burial ground. It's your severed off tiny piece of the universe. It is not the universe. It's your shaped, your sculpted version of how you've been formed and frozen and paralyzed in some, this energetic, whatever your energetic realm is. Whatever you had to do, if you look deeply into what you had to do to survive, you will see a vibrating signal And the more you cleanse, because as I said, in that damaged place, like a wounded animal in the forest, it's gonna get smothered in maggots and shit, feeding off the wound if it's not fixed. So when you finally tiptoe into that back room, into that like basement, once you, um, for me, it was had to be torpedoed open because it was so just shut down. I had no access to this continent of crap. Once you tiptoe in, uh, the healing happens. If I mean, it's a long. It's again back to the caterpillar. It's you're in the larvae, the larvae. The, you're in that kind of, you know, state of. Messiness. And the transformation is in the cleansing, the seeing, the feeling, the understanding. And the way the ayahuasca works is she will give you everything, emotional, physical, visual. It will all, it really is like something is out of focus, you know, and little by little the whole. And I see it really like, for me it's been like, Something shatters, you know, a piece of crockery shatters, right? In trauma, you're shattered. The whole concept of the world is distorted. You're completely in a distorted reality. This is not reality. And you're imprisoned in that distortion. Right? There's space-time, there's curvature, there's all sorts of things happening, right? So you're in this distorted energetic realm you know, paralyzed by trauma in an early state of kind of a frozen narrative, understanding the world from a distorted perspective in a place that has no love. And when there's no love, there's no light, and then everything is reduced and edited down to this one thing in that darkness that you found a connection with, in that all that darkness where there wasn't a scratch of light, there was this little moment that if I held her hand and made her feel good, she saw me. If when he was angry, I went and I apologized and I made him feel good, I was, there was a connection. in those little tiny places, something was okay. Something, something was okay. I mean, it was all wrong, but it's like, they were attentive and I was okay. I wasn't bad, I wasn't wrong. So you're absorbing all of their shit. You're not responsible for them. (laughs) And so, in that little tiny scratch, you begin to build narrative, In that tiny little glimmer of light, you believe that's where love exists, that's where you exist, that's where, because that's where you're okay. She's, she doesn't, she's not crying anymore, she's looking at me, she sees me. He's like, isn't <coughs> angry anymore. I've made him feel okay. <coughs> it's okay, we're going to survive all of this. But we—that—that's it. I built my narrative in this tiny, in this toxic waste dump, and I'm only surviving from this little tiny scrap of light, which is, oh, you know, they get—I get to be okay here. I get to be okay if I fix. It's a dungeon. It's a dungeon. It's not life. It's being buried underground and trying to find a glimmer of hope in the darkness, which then you build a whole kingdom on, right? This is what happens. I get to feel okay. I get to be liked. I get to be seen if I fix. There's one muscle. Um, you're going to grow that muscle that makes you feel okay not who you are. At all. In order for you to grow that muscle in relationship to them, you have to completely refuse your whole life force. That is not an arrival. That is not the evolutionary path of anything that's healthy. In health, Whatever shows up, shows up, blooms, it's given the space to bloom, it's given all the nutrients to bloom, you know, a daffodil, a lilac, a seal, a whale, it's got the water, the light, it's all there, urging it on to be, to to blossom into what it is, it's urging it on, it's nourishing it to fully blossom into its full script, into whatever it was that was in it before it even arrived, which is why that Zen Cone is so great. What was my original face before my mother and father were born? They become the obstacle. They become the war. They become the prison. They are the burial grounds of this trauma. And I've said it and I'll say it again. These are huge codes to... Remove because they're your parents, right? So, but they're obstacles, they become the Berlin Wall, they become the dungeon keepers. So, you're downstairs living in the basement, whilst out, you know, above is this incredible chateau, which is you, and you're busy scurrying around in the basement. You daren't leave the basement, and that's what I saw in ceremony. my little girl did not want to tell me what had happened. I had to convince her. She did not want to betray them. She did not want to leave the dungeon. She had found safety. And that's another thing that you really have to think about is, you know, in trauma you had to find a safety somewhere if you survived it, right? Safety. You're terrible. You're, you're vulnerable. You're powerless. You're nothing. You're this little tiny thing. You're just derived. You've got to find some kind of feeling good and some kind of safety. Well, if I leave this dungeon, where I have to fix people, so that they like me and they won't scream and yell at me and hate me, if I li- that's it. That's it's a horrible kingdom, but something works here if I, if I can just do this fixing thing if I just, just fix them I mean it's a shit show but finally I found one little thing that works well I'm not going to leave this place I found a little bit of safety I didn't realize that the world outside is I think the world outside is unsafe and scary right that's what you think as a little child if you're scared where you are So this is already scary enough over here, and I found a little way to fix, to make this work. By fixing them, I'm not going to, I don't think there's a palace above me. I don't think there's a huge, abundant universe. No way, I'm stuck in this little, I'm not leaving. You know, they're it, they're going to protect me. And they're only going to protect me if I just do this one thing. It's just, You know, when you look at it, how unbelievably tiny, how unbelievably small, paralyzed, frozen. So to unearth, you know, because by the time you've kind of embroidered the narrative, which is what I did, embroidered, embroidered, embroidered the narrative to find, constantly kind of build this safety platform and and making them okay and, and, you know, yes, you know, I have to save them and, and now I have a mission. It just gets bigger and more delusional and it's just fucking insane. It just blows up until you're like, you're moving in this completely overblown, delusional version of yourself. Just to keep making them okay so you will fucking survive. Now I'm gonna shoot off, I'm gonna exile myself to another country to save them. You know, I've gotta save them, you know, I've gotta do well at school so I can say, now you've become a missionary. This little tiny, I've gotta fix them, and now it's become into this delusional missionary state. I have a reason to exist. I mean, you're still in fucking prison. You've just embroidered it and ballooned it and made it something that gives you meaning, but you haven't left them. You haven't left the prison. You've just added stories to your building. More floors, more floors, more floors to the most unstable building that's around. And if I do this, and if I do that, and if I become an architect, and I do everything he says, and I fix her, and everybody's, oh my God. And it's coming from this one tiny scratch of hope that someone gives a flying fuck. What you don't realize is that there was no one there. There were no parents. You were an orphan. An orphan, no parents. It doesn't have to be physical, because it's like being in a room. You can be extraordinarily lonely in a room of 500 people. In the same way, you can be a child and appear to have parents, but you don't. I'm just like and that is so you can build all your you can have your Malibu homes and your Rolls Royces and the whole shit you can delude yourself into oblivion you can build your massive kingdom built out of trauma it doesn't go away you've just hidden it all from yourself And all you are, what I see is, I'm in a toddler that hasn't grown up, that's terrified of leaving this one room, and around her are a thousand people that need to be fixed. And somehow that is life, (laughs) right? And so, whatever it is, your trauma, whatever happened, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, it's really flippant to say it doesn't matter, it does matter, but it, the pain is a suffering is a suffering, you know. The, the strategies are the strategies, what's done to you is done to you. We survive, you know, I don't know, we, we're tenacious creatures. But for me to fully understand in this very clear way, the survival mechanism. And the ayahuasca for me has been, is, is the most incredible medicine. Because in the clearing, in the continual clearing, again, in some other dimensions, I don't understand this universe, it's a huge mystery, we know nothing, and we, I surrender, it heals, and the healing happens in the getting to see what's the truth. You know, under all the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers. And in one recent ceremony, it was like, there was definitely someone just laughing, you know, like the trick, it was a trick, it was a lie, my whole universe was a lie, I was in the basement with these, you know, having been tricked by two people and using this one little thing, you know, to have a glimmer of hope, to have parents who were never there, and if you don't have parents, how do you you know grow up? And I'm talking about I'm not talking about just showing up as a facade and an ego forget all that. There was never any growth. Yes, there was an ego that blossomed and, you know, ballooned into this crazy missionary state and, you know, whatever, and did all these things to that grew out of this misunderstood moment in the dark and actually no it wasn't misunderstood the, the toddler was very clever it figured out you know i only get to feel okay here so if i need to get to feel okay. it's like a drug right i get to feel okay when i i take this drug you know the world is okay when i coke up or i weed out or i whatever i do drink myself whatever this makes me feel good this works here and it's the same thing they become the drug. In that moment when you're fixing them, there's a drug. It's a fix. It's okay, phew, I survived here, fuck. There's a connection here. It is a sort of drug. And so you want to keep fixing because you keep fixing that's a drug. But actually, you're not moving. You're not doing anything. You're just looking for the drug over and over and over and over. I just, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fearless honesty of who you are, you know. It's a stop pretending. It's the accept even if you don't know, I had no idea, any of this, I had no idea It was sexually abused, I had no idea It was used, I had no clue. My delusional, ballooned, you know, ins- you know just, you know, extra, extra, extra fueled egoic machine, which I am very grateful for, because it helped me survive, um, was on full throttle built out of tiny little stories. I was made to feel good right here. The rest, just black, but right here. And it's so interesting because in and and one of the things about ayahuasca, which is very powerful, is that you don't get the whole story right away, because you're the way you're egoed up and layered up, it's just tons and tons of attachments and layers and bugs, and it's just, it's all like, a again, an IT closet, it's just a fucking zillion wires at all, whatever, right? So, if you commit and stop distracting, and I'm talking about myself, which was, you know, I was always looking for somebody else's version of the world, somebody must have the answer, you know, that guy's wearing a robe, that guy's, you know, there's something in a book about some guy, you know, walking on water. It's all, you know, for me, it's just bullshit. Because when you're in delusional ego state, (laughs) you are completely severed from yourself. You're looking to feel good. You're looking to survive. And if you feel uncomfortable, it doesn't go inward. It's like, oh, I'm going to balloon a little bit more. Let me just go over here and jump onto that ship and they must have the answer. And you stay over there a little bit and that doesn't work, So, well, I'll just buy a Prada bag or, you know, I'll just go read that book or I'll go listen to that person. It's just, it's all, you're just jumping from one little place to another to figure it out. But you're the one who built. It's you that needs to get dismantled. It's you who you have to blow up. <laughs> because it's you and your unique code that needs to be addressed and no one can address it for you but no one because of the complexity of who you are and someone might scratch the surface and yes there are all sorts of references to stuff and yeah i can say wow yeah the buddhist version of the lotus and the shit, it's brilliant it's exactly how it is But you have to make that journey inward. You have to dismantle this massive, wired up thing, if you're in trauma, that got created out of a cesspool. And poison. If there's no love, there's poison. And it's all the universe, so it's all doable, right? It's all one big goldfish bowl with water or in the goldfish bowl there's just this mystery we have no idea it's all the gel the energy's everywhere there are many dimensions blah 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 but it's actually and i've talked about it before as an an eviction from source it's like you know it's like you're in this huge open space you know that's a possibility and then suddenly everything gets shut down everything gets shut down everything gets shut down everything In this trauma everything gets shut down shut down shut down shut down you can't grow anything the whole shed collapses and now you're in the dark and there's this tiny you know and you are in that dark figuring out how you're going to survive and that survival is where does it feel good where can i feel good and everyone's code is different and everyone has different unique circumstances and you know I don't know what yours is, I have no idea, right I can't know, like the same way I can only talk about my situation only because I've, you know, sat here for a thousand zillion years every day watching it dissolve and the truth, you know, just and the truth, one other thing is that the truth doesn't want to come out you know, your ego doesn't want to know the truth Oh boy, doesn't it? And it does all sorts of things. You'll get your pressure will go up, you know, you'll feel physically weird. I've been feeling sick, you know, it is in a fight with you. It does not want to be torn down. And you know, in the ceremonies, all these energies come out as I do yoga, these energies just come out. That little man behind this machine does not want you to know how it was built. And so you just keep, I mean, you know, at this point it's just like, I don't know, this mystery is huge. Whatever's happening, I'm a, you know, organic being, you know, 14 billion years of this, the greatest show on earth happening. You know, I'm not going to believe the five things that people tell me. That's stupid. I don't believe another human being. That's ridiculous. I'm so limited, right? I'm going to accept that this is the universe and the universe is working through me. And it's going to do things I have not a fucking clue why. It's going to terrify my little tiny limited version of myself. It's going to terrify, you know, this little ego that's, you know, created a very clear understanding of the world, you know, and so and so said so in a book and therefore I should fuck that. I'm no fucking clue. I'm going to let the universe fucking blow me up if that's what it takes. I do not want to live in trauma or limitation. And I want to be power washed. And that power washing will take things that I have no idea. I have fucking clue. You know, I'm going to blow up. I mean, in one ceremony, I literally, I was this, this like writhing thing. It was just, I was this writhing. And I wasn't, I was, I was physically writhing of the 10,000 heads and whatever. And suddenly this, In front of me, this huge Herculean soul, Roman soldier, blows up. I mean, what the fuck is that? I don't know. It's the universe doing her thing. Right? You have to accept what you don't know. Surrender to things that are beyond your understanding. That you won't find in a science lab or in a fucking book. Or someone with a funny outfit, you know, telling you that, Someone's going to save you. <laughs> Take the journey on your own. Be your own warrior, your own knight, be your own crusade. Go into battle with yourself. And it is a battle, it's a battle to shed all your beliefs. And it's a sort of suicide mission, in a way. So you can return to this flow, this place that is everything, that is not an armored up little penguin, (laughs) just like, you know, going around in circles, you know, being wound up by its little beliefs, I'm going to fix this person, you know. I get to sort of live in my vault. I get to be buried again, you know. I get a little tiny feeling of, oh, if I fix this person, it works. It's BS. And there are so many stories to shut shut you the fuck up, you know. Like, you don't have any power. You don't know. This person knows. Look at these, all these buildings. This Christianity is built in the name of, you know, we know. Fuck. Give so much money, do they help poor people? Nah, give a shit. You know, and I'm not saying there aren't, you know, good things, but it all has to be good, you know? I can't just say, you know, I'm gonna help you and then, you know, build my magnificent 10 zillion dollar building in the name of something and have poor people at the door starving just doesn't it's it's, you can't live in what I realize is the universe doesn't live in contradiction to be back in the flow it's just all of it it's not part of it it's all of it right it doesn't live in contradiction it's this thing over there but then it's that thing over the other side that's what trauma is about it's all contradiction okay I need to be refused so that you can live You know, I need to be stampeded and take this shit so that I feel good, so that I survive, so that I make you into a parent. Whatever your code is, I don't know, right? Bottom line is the truth. There were no parents. There was no one there. And what was there was not good. And what was there refused your life force. That's the truth. That's the purity is in the truth. Not like trying to... That's the conflict, right? That's the trying to make it work. Okay, you're gonna take me out to be sexually abused and I have to make you into a a victim. You know, you're gonna refuse me as a child and neglect me, but I have to make you work. That is, you can't live in that contradiction. It doesn't work. It's a sum zero game. It's zero plus zero equals zero. You can't make mismatched pieces fit. It doesn't fit. There's no, so there was no one there. And I can say, finally, you know what? I don't have to live in contradiction. I don't have to live in the basement. I don't have to accept this. This is unacceptable, finally, after a 10 zillion, don't oh, many years, what starting, what, 20 I don't know, meditation, ayahuasca. I can fi- and that's the larvae becoming the body. I can finally let all of this go. I see it. It sucks. It sucked. I built this person, I built a lie, I embroidered a lie, I, you know, fully throttled that thing into like, you know, massive, it took over the whole universe, in my universe, this ridiculous fixing shit, you know, and all the other stuff I refused, the abuse, everything. You know, I can say, you know, it was a shit show, they were awful, and that's okay, because I don't need to live there anymore. I don't, my child, The thing about the ayahuasca is when you've connected to love and you've connected to this incredible mystery and it's the mystery is suffused with love and you leave you know i I, there was one point where i was shown literally a split screen of just black and then the indians on the other side right that was whatever my guardians i don't know whatever in some other dimension my family i couldn't believe it it's like no no i couldn't been in pure black. My delusion was that everything had been fabulous. (laughs) I'd invented, you know, so to leave all of what you've built is tremendously difficult. Okay, so I'm not saying, oh, yes, you just take a pill or you sit once. No, no, no. This has been, literally, I just, I don't know what this has been. This has been like wading through sewage and sewage and it's like sewage and sitting with this other dimension in this this medicine that just is torpedoing and showing you and laying bare the horror of what was and you have to sit there and allow for it to literally reshape you And in that reshaping, you lose everything. You lose everything that you were, all the connections supposedly that you had, which were never really connections, friendships, jobs, whatever. You're gonna just lose this, this person's just gonna be blown up because you're gonna see exactly what you became in that little darkness, right? And physically, as I said, you know, my blood pressure's gone up, gone down, whatever. Physically, I'm in, contorted you know it's happening in your dreams it's happening in the day it's happening and you know I just have to let it happen because I believe in the universe I don't believe in another human being right if I believe another human being is going to save me I'm fucked they can't this is so much bigger and also if I don't let it out I'm also going to be fucked because then I'm in the dark still. So if I go into distraction and other people and someone has the answer, I'm fucked because no one can, they'll just you know, make it worse because I'll believe there's a solution. But again, I'm outside the huge toxic waste dump. If I don't deal with it, then it's gonna eat me up, right? I'm gonna get sick. So what's my choice? My choice is to let the universe take the fuck over and accept whatever is happening to me In a dimension that's much bigger than someone behind a microphone, or someone in a funny outfit, or someone in an expensive building in Rome telling me, you know, who I'm supposed to be, believing in something I know nothing about. I don't fucking know about some guy on a cross in heaven. I fucking I've never met him. (laughs) I don't know. Yet in another dimension, I've I've had the connection with a plant, which is insane, and a mother. Someone say, oh, it's just. Hallucinations and psychedelics. No, it's a fucking force of nature. It's none of the stories. It's not a man on a cross. It's not some guy in Rome with a funny outfit blessing the world, you know, from his little, from his massive, you know, condominium. (laughs) The fuck does that mean to me? I have to believe you? You mean I need to make the effort to believe you? I, you need to tell me when I'm three, four, and five about this creation? What the fuck is that about, that some human being made up? It's BS. It's not my experience. I don't believe the thing. I mean, that's what I had to believe. I had to believe in things I had no connections to, no experiences with. They told me she had a virgin fucking birth. I've got to believe that. I don't understand the science, but I don't understand, it It doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, it had to be drilled in, it's like really a debriefing of your whole system, a declassification of everything, all the information you've been fed. And I'm not saying all of it's valueless, it's just saying if you don't have the direct experience, why would you believe it? Yes. You can look under a microscope and see shit. Okay, fair enough. Things happen, they have rockets in the moon, they send, you know, satellites up. I get, there's a science, I get it, I'm not disputing that. I'm saying in relationship to who you are, you can figure it out, especially if there's trauma, because it happened with you. It's happened inside of you. It's happened in relation to these people. So you built it now that you don't have any access to it because you built up 10,000 walls. That's it. That's what needs to be torn down. Right? I can't do it. I had no access. I had to, there's a science that meditation was brilliant. That was something that meant something I could sit there and I could physically feel the changes. I could physically feel, you know, getting less anxious. I was getting more and more centered from doing nothing other than sitting and watching my thoughts, right? Which then brought me to a huge energetic opening, or again, all by itself. I didn't have to believe anyone. I didn't have to believe anything. It just happened, right? My whole life I had to believe in this person on a cross and this church. fuck is all that? I have no idea what the fuck that means. I'm believing someone's version of the world, right? Then I go do ayahuasca. It takes me to ayahuasca. Now this place thing, which is a mystery, I don't know. I get to ayahuasca. In ayahuasca, there's a, I get to blow up. The whole shadow gets exposed. And I'm connected to something in some other dimension that allows me to see it my energy field is opened up. Again, nothing to do with anyone on a cross or some belief in something or some, some wave that took a bunch of people got through. I haven't heard fucking stories. Virgin births. You know, what the fuck is all this? I have no, it's nothing to do with me. No idea what the fuck it means. I'm completely, so what I, it's been amazing to me to see how smothered in shit and stories Not just the falsehood and narrative of my own childhood and the trauma and all the abuse and the neglect and the whatever, but then also all the other external stories that I had to contend with. They were all bullshit. Bibles and shit and being, you're born wrong, you could become. What is this fucking shit? Who built this crap? It's crap. You have to know yourself, through yourself, not through somebody's story of you. You don't have to live in these massive contradictions. Virgin births, I don't know about that. Someone loves me in the sky, I don't, Is a man, who the fuck is that guy? These things happen, that's why they're free. Doesn't mean anything. So for me, it was a double whammy. Not only was I excluded from the game, from the universe, by the very people who were supposed to be my parents, just shut down and had the dump of their shit poured on me. But then on top of having to live that massive contradiction of I had to pretend there were parents when there were none, I then had to live with an external version of the universe with all this other crap about all these other fucking stories which I had no relationship to, which I had to then imbibe and make my own. So it's like, talk it about being buried, burial after burial after burial. You can get to you through your own self and through things that we do not understand. For me, it was ayahuasca, it was meditation. I had no experience of this growing up. It was all about who had the perfect belief. They had the power. Who had access to influence you, like now there's media, story, Hollywood, a story, you know, what's gonna impact the most on you? Discard all of it. What is what you really, what do you really feel? Why are you feeling it? What is your relationship to the world? What is your relationship to people? Keep probing you and who you really are. Because what the world tells us is you're wrong. You know, you're supposed to have an Instagram life. Every moment is supposed to be, oh, my God, it's so amazing, right? The life is not that. It's a swamp, and also it's, you know... The sunshine and joy it's everything but from your experience not from that person over there and we're entombed because we won't go into our own experience we have to keep believing that somebody has the right answer somebody has the right experience and they're having that experience all day every day no Mind your own life. You are an energetic field, right, of stuff. energies, It's everything. Like, I don't know what yours is. I have no idea, right? And it's not for me to know. You have to go figure it out. But everybody's taken our power away. Everybody's basically emasculated us, castrated us, you know, you're not enough. That's the whole message of the whole fucking universe is you're enough and somebody else knows how to fix you. They don't, they can't. You know, that's the incredible thing about ayahuasca. You get to see all of it. You get to see who you are. You get to see your energetic field. You get to see your, your whole person just in front of you. Not immediately, little by little. Perhaps it is immediately. I don't know how it happens for you. But there's no one telling you who the fuck you are. And then you realize, oh my God, I've never been here. This whole person I built has been here. This thing that's had to carry the contradictions, this thing that's had to imbibe all this shit, all these pathetic beliefs, all this, you know, desire for power over me, I've never been here. I'm a fucking mess, right? this is a true story. Sexual abuse, refusal, neglect, building stories out of little scratches of light, you know, building delusional egos out of a tiny pinprick of water, making up stories so I can fucking survive it. Now that is a shit show, but that's the truth. And now I can work. That I, I can work with the truth straight up, ugly, difficult, uncomfortable. But that's the truth. I don't like this person. I don't really care for that one because of the. I can finally say, "Fuck it," you know. I can feel whatever the fuck I want to feel. I know who I am. I know why this is happening over here. Because of that, that happened when I was younger. I know what's happening over here. I'm manifesting this fucked up diagram. And I don't have to pretend that it's all okay, I can just, you know, shuffle along with this ridiculous person that's just an armor for the shit show. I don't have to feel uncomfortable anymore. I can feel uncomfortable, but I can know where it's coming from. I don't have to feel uncomfortable and go, oh, i have got to take a pill, or I feel uncomfortable, therefore, I've got to be that person on Instagram, or I feel uncomfortable, therefore, I need to call that person. No, I can feel uncomfortable and deal with it, right? You can actually be in connection with yourself. And if something is happening, or you're feeling physically unwell, or whatever, it's like, okay, something is going on with me that has a relationship to something else. What is it? Not, oh, quick, let me go fix it over here. I can sit with it. You sit with it. Your body in this journey is being transformed, the things you're going to feel physically that you might never have felt before, or you don't know why, like for example, before even going to do ayahuasca, I felt horrifically sick. And before I even knew why, can't be pregnant, I'm 110, right? They said, listen, by the way, if you start feeling sick, don't worry, the ayahuasca is working on you. I was like, how the fuck is it working on me? I'm in New York, they're in Peru. You have to surrender to something bigger. You have to undergo things that you will never understand. Because what's happening is you're being probed, you're being cleansed, you're being unpretzled, you're being dissolved. And in the dissolution, because you are one energetic field, it's all going to work differently on you, physically, mentally, whatever. I sometimes think people are working me when I'm sleeping, I don't know, I mean in an ayahuasca ceremony there are doctors, they're working through you physically, you're being operated on, that's insane to say, it actually happens. So you can either live, and that's a choice, we all have a choice, in trauma, You have to face it. That's it. It's scary. It's frightening. You have to go and release your child from that place. And help in the form of plant medicines, in the form of meditation, the things that will allow you to get to her to him to it to the whole morass of shit that it's sitting in and it's life or death but there was never life in the first place because if you're in trauma you're not living you're on a war zone vigilant of getting blown up any second that is not life building facades to you know pacify a threat is not a life Agreeing to things that you don't want to agree to is not a life Living severed, you know with this kind of festering huge continent That is part of you is not a life The universe is always creating destroying Always in a state of dissolution and growth And Once you see yourself as part of the whole thing well then, I'm just—it's—it's it's doing what it's doing. It's dissolving. I want this thing gone. That will mean the acceptance that there were no parents, that you—I was an orphan, that you know I was abused. I have to accept all of the truth and stop pretending that life is something else. Stop pretending. If you're anxious, it's your anxiety. It's coming from somewhere. If you're depressed, it's your—it's dep- coming from somewhere. And you have, it's telling you, the universe is telling you, you've got to deal with it. So, the truth, messy, horrific, you know, nothing to do with your pretty little outline, full of monsters and bugs and shits and the darkness of others, okay great, bring it on, show me, show me so I can know, so I can get my little girl back, so I can get my life back, so I can actually show up. Whatever it takes, psychedelic, plant medicines, whatever, bring me home, that's it, bring me home. And that is truly a magnificent reason to live, to be brought home. Okay, bye.